Blog Talk Radio. Good morning and thank you for joining us today for Live Dharma Sunday. Please note that if you have called in to listen to today's broadcast, that all lines have been placed on mute to avoid background interference. If you're listening from any of our Bright Dawn sites, note that it is not necessary to call in. You may have to wait a second or two for the loading and buffering process to complete, but if there is still no audio, please refresh your page. For more information about Bright Dawn and its activities and links to our social media sites, please visit brightdawn.org. Once again, thank you for listening to Live Dharma Sunday and enjoy the talk. Welcome everyone to Live Dharma Sunday for April 25th, 2021. Koyo here. So very, very glad you joined us. Well, in April, I'm sure just about every place in the world, different climates, spring is here. In uh, California, of course, we Spring was here in March, and but I know in places like where I used to live in Chicago in the Midwest, sometimes we used to say it doesn't spring doesn't really feel like it's arrived until May first. But I'm sure by now things have uh, warmed up a bit all over. This morning I like to talk about nature. Um, Specifically, the phrase, nature is God. Isn't that an interesting statement? I first saw it on a bumper sticker. It caught my attention right away. And I also wondered, who wrote that? What kind of, where did that come from? You know, the... the it's such a, I love the secular nature of that statement. You know? um, that God is uh, everything. Well, that's what nature is, everything. Uh, you might say, sometimes religionists might say, oh, nothing's greater than God. Well, maybe not, but if that's so, there's at least this kind of equivalence where nature's on par with God. Now, if if the statement was reversed and said God is nature, I think that's uh, the reason I prefer nature is God rather than the other way around, saying God is nature. It might sound the same, but um, uh, 
it's sort of like saying, well, God is everything. Well, yeah, and that includes nature. Now, I think religionists would not go that far. It's too, that's too far for them. They would rather a statement be, uh, be something like, God is in everything. God is everything, meaning God is in nature. God's in everything, not as a relationship, not as an identity. God is in everything rather than God is everything. Well, that's what I would prefer. Uh, and if you say God is nature, well, okay. But it does have the wrong connotation because it could seem to suggest that God is the subject of the statement. And it could easily lead to the notion that, yeah, okay, God is nature. God is everywhere. God is everywhere. God is in everything. Whereas uh, the statement, nature is God. Nature is the first cause, is the primary subject of the sentence. And, of course, nature means natural laws. Natural laws is what? Cause and effect, karmic view of the world, the Buddhist view of the world. That's what that statement is consistent with. Nature is God. It's the Buddhist view of the interconnectedness of reality, interdependency, impermanence, constant change, the dynamic flow of reality. I think that's the same what I would mean by oneness. And that's how Buddhist viewers see the world, the world of oneness. The world is oneness. What is oneness? I could say, I could express it as oneness means the two two eyes. That's how Buddhists see the world, the two eyes. Impermanence and interdependency. That's it. That's my, uh, well, core of what I consider to be the Buddhist teachings for me, how I, how I would express it. And that summarizes everything I want to say. So, without diluting it with further elaborations and cogitations and abstractions, that's all for today's broadcast. Until next time, remember, nature is God. And keep going. That's what that means, too. Keep going. And you have a wonderful day. Thank you.